Therese has been working at the international office here at Linköping University for many years now. She's here today to give you some insight regarding the cost of living in Sweden. This is Work at Leo. My name is Rebecca. Welcome, Therese. Hi, thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. So, so yeah, I work as an international coordinator at the international office here at the university. Um, been there for five years and at the university for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I've been here now for a while, really lo- loving it. So you have quite a bit of experience about living in Sweden. <laughs> yes, I've uh, I have lived in other countries as well, but yes, born and raised. <laughs> All right, that's perfect then, because today we're talking about um, general costs uh, that you can expect when you live in Sweden. And I think uh, the best place to start is in rent and accommodation, because that's probably going to be your biggest expense when you move to Sweden. I I think so. And unfortunately, it's also one of the... One of the trickier areas mm. in general, not just about cost, but yeah, it's it's a bit tricky to get a housing. Um, unfortunately, the university doesn't have any like housing to offer employees mm. uh, from our, our own, but we do have a very good like website uh, during uh, or under our um, label of international staff support, mm. where we do have private landlords furnished options uh, that other other um, actors have. So. We, we we have gathered what we know and what we can put forward, but we we don't have too much to offer us uh, directly from mm. university. Would you say it's hard to uh, get an accommodation or do I, you have I, any idea how... Yeah, I mean, in the long run, no. Once you're here, people usually get in touch with people and, and mm. it it works out. But yeah, you should you should be willing to take something temporarily. Maybe it's a bit too more exp- more expensive than you want mm. or maybe it's not exactly located where you want. Uh, but take it in the beginning and then it will work out uh, after maybe just, a, uh, you know, a month or two. So yeah, I think... If you get that, then you get that off your chest and it will feel much better to prepare for everything else. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Um, Do you have any rough estimates of what someone can expect in terms of pricing since rent around Mm. the world changes a lot? Yeah, so I mean... The most affordable one, if you were to talk about rent, is renting is of course the municipal municipal uh, housing company called Stongostaden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you get in line there, that you collect points, and then you will uh, more likely get a good uh, option later. Um, so uh, that one is the most affordable. So maybe I would say like a studio apartment or a one bedroom is like between four to. Th- five, six thousand Swedish kroner mm-hmm. per month. Uh, but then if you go to other private landlords, it could be a bit higher. And depending on if it's very new, newly renovated, uh, it can also be a bit more costly. Uh, but yeah, maybe around there if you have a small a small one. If you have a bigger, a bigger maybe two or three uh, bedroom, uh, it could be anywhere between eight or 10, 12,000 per month. Yeah. And that is in krona, Swedish krona. Yes, exactly. Um, I think that's that's important because when you talk about yeah. Swedish numbers and uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so moving on to um, maybe transportation and, mm. and getting around. I know a lot of people mostly have bikes, mm. um, but what if you decide to come by car? 
yeah so i mean if you come by car or if you want to buy your car here <laughs> that's of course uh, one, a cost on its own uh, but uh, for fuel for instance well i think we all know that right now it's not the most beneficial sure. anywhere uh, but it's around uh, 20 krona per liter mm. fuel 25 for diesel um so um yeah that's that's what you more or less have to 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 count in maybe also parking can be a bit costly depending on if you're have a rental place uh somewhere you can get a parking for maybe 300 kroner per month um and yeah that's yeah because parking around the city is pretty much paid everywhere yes exactly yeah um and even outside the city i think uh, sweden is quite yeah um, we do yeah here at the university trying to get people to not uh, use their cars so the most uh, economic way to get around is definitely biking yes and Um, we is very well prepared even now uh like uh even in winter you can in many many bike paths are prepared for for biking so a lot of people well wear a helmet wear use the bike lights but yeah biking is 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 the best way it's very prepared well prepared for it here uh, in lane shipping and north shipping as well um, and uh, most people usually get secondhand bikes is that correct? yeah i would say um at least definitely the students uh, but i would say many i think at least starting to when they come <laughs> here you know like just trying it out um there's Quite affordable ba- bikes firsthand as well, uh, from like fifteen hundred kroners and and upwards. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would depend what you're looking for as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I think mine personally was about a thousand crowns, but it was also in, in pretty good condition. And and since I'm, I was staying for longer, I, mm. I decided to invest in a little bit, a little bit more. Um, but it was a, a secondhand bike mm. that, that I um, that I got. So. You can get cheaper. You can get more expensive. If yeah, you can. You can pretty much go in any direction, right? Um, what about bus tickets? Because uh, we do have a pretty good bus system. And, oh yeah, yeah. And I do opt for it whenever the weather is like very, very unfriendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, so in the city. One one way is like twenty seven kroner, like going within the. Uh, city limits of of lean shipping at least mm-hmm. and i think for like a month it's um up to between like seven eight hundred to two thousand kroner per month uh, and then a little bit more if you want to go in the whole region which okay. also means yeah. you can go between lean shipping nor shipping or to the other cities, Mutala, Mjölby, which is also a good option for housing if it's hard <laughs> to find because there's very good, like the commuter trains run very, very mm. good, um, like between all the different major uh, cities here in the region. This is an interesting question because we do have a, a campus bus for students. Mm. Is that available for staff as well? Yes. So you just use nice. your, yeah, exactly. So you can go, well, it, it's supposed to be for your, uh, when you have something like, uh, dealing with work when you have a mm-hmm. reason to go uh, in your uh, in your work life. Uh, so, but yeah, you can go between the tr- the three campuses, two in the two in shipping and one in non shipping. So, do you just use your LIU card? That's good to know. Yes, <laughs> um, I think that that gives a pretty good idea of um, costs that transportation might have. Mm. Um, of course, you know, cars and bikes they're gonna have maintenance costs as well. Yeah, that's hard. Um, to but predict. I don't think. I, I don't really feel qualified to give no. a, an overview. <laughs> it varies a lot, cost. I think. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so next one would be groceries and food. Mm? Uh, so just grocery prices in general, but also eating out. 
to mm. restaurants. I think there is generally this idea that eating out in Sweden can be fairly expensive. Mm. And that could probably be uh, right. So about eating out, um, yeah, it's, I would say like a lunch on campus is like between like 80 and 120 kroners mm-hmm. uh, and the same more or less uh, downtown. So lunch, I think you can get a, quite a lot of good food for yeah, there's not different that much. prices yeah. for lunch and dinner, right? Yes. Yeah. So dinners are usually, if you go like at least double uh, mm-hmm. um, for maybe more or less the same. So I guess I yeah, would yeah, say like... Yeah, that was like, really yeah. interesting yeah. To, to see <laughs> yeah. that, that lunches are usually a lot more affordable than... Than dinners, yeah. which makes sense if you think about it. Yeah. But every time you go out for dinner, you're like, oh, this usually, would be yeah. cheaper. To yeah. <laughs> so go eat a lot during lunch and maybe something lighter for dinner. Yeah, uh, exactly. So and about groceries, um, also li- having lived in Southern Europe, I think I would say it's more expensive here. Absolute, absolutely. We're very much a lot into like organic and, and locally produced, which of course also then puts up the price a little bit Mm. um so yeah probably a little bit more than many are used to uh but not i would say maybe maybe like 10 20 percent more Mm. uh, than in southern europe at least yeah from from my experience it it varies what on what you buy as well because uh, fresh fruit or, or fresh vegetables uh, that one is quite a big difference because, mm. I mean, it, it's a lot harder to grow those kinds of things in, in yeah. Sweden. Um, but I don't know, more more basic foods like rice and pasta yeah, or any sort of frozen yeah. uh, food. I, I didn't particularly see a very big difference when I moved here. Um, so it is more expensive, yes, but I, I didn't particularly find it outrageously expensive. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I would say when I lived abroad during, that was quite a few years ago, but uh, I would say exactly meat, meat and, and those kind of products and grow, uh, and um, vegetables, fruit. Mm, I think yeah. that's where I found the biggest difference. Uh, but as you say, other basics and uh, like bread and, and, and other uh, dry goods, not so much big difference now. Yeah, I can even quickly mention because, you know, we mentioned that some things are more expensive. And then I actually noticed that my phone plan in Sweden was cheaper than it oh, was yeah, back home. Oh, yeah, we have really good phone plans. <laughs> yeah. So not everything is more expensive. No, sometimes I, I it happens quite, uh, that something is cheaper. A lot of even, even though we have free roaming in Europe, I know a lot of our international European students, uh, they change to Swedish ones because the plan is much cheaper than in their home country, even though yeah, they yeah. could use no, it. No, I, so, I was yeah. very surprised by yeah. that. <laughs> and internet, like, I think also internet, like, if yeah. you have internet in your home, yeah, yeah. it's also quite uh, cheap. I think it's, you know, maybe like 150, 200 kroner for really, like, really good internet. So, yeah, I think, I, yeah, we do have some, <laughs> because we're technology, like, we're technology <laughs> in other two countries. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so, we can talk about um, health and doctors as mm. well. Uh, I mean, hopefully... It's not necessary frequently, um, but I, I can say like the standard rate for like a, a doctor's visit is about 200 crowns. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Sweden also has this um, consultation service over the phone, which is free mm. and it's uh, it's 1177. So it's like a healthcare support line and, and there's usually nurses on the yeah. other side or yeah. some sort of healthcare specialist. Um, and if you have any specific symptoms or if you feel strange in any sort of way, then you can call and be like, hey, I have these symptoms. Uh, what should I do? 
and and then they can give you just better advice and be like, oh, you should definitely go go mm. see a doctor. Yeah. Or if it's severe, then they might say, oh, you should definitely go to the hospital. Like, yeah. don't wait on that. Uh, or they might just say, you know, if if it just started today, you can wait a couple of mm. days and then check back in in a couple of days. And if it hasn't fixed itself by then, then you can go to a doctor. And and that is a service that is free. And and I yeah. think it was even free from my old number even before I had a Swedish number. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That one was really oh. really nice. Yeah. Um. But this is like the, just a general uh, doctor range. I don't know if you have any experience uh, of yeah, other I mean, types you, of doctors. You sh- no, it's uh, then. Dentist is a bit more expensive. Mm. There, we don't have the same. Uh, if you come up to a certain level, there, there is you could, if you at least if you have a, a person, a Swedish personal number, mm-hmm. you can get like a discount uh, from a certain level. Uh, but um, that one is a bit more expensive. But healthcare is basically, yeah, it's basically for free. But of course, be aware um, if you, it all goes on your uh, personal. Uh, yeah, number. Uh, mm-hmm. If you so, if you get that, uh, but make sure you have your uh, European health insurance card. If you don't uh, have that uh, personal number, and if you're from Europe, and otherwise, yeah, you n- just need to be sure you're covered uh, before you go. Otherwise, I yeah. guess it could be quite expensive um, to go to the emergency room or something. Um, but if once you're in the Swedish system, yeah. It's maximum like um, maybe it would be interesting to mention uh, also like uh, for children like pediatricians. Mm-hmm. I know children for for some types of consultations they do get it for free or for a discounted value. Oh yeah, so it's free healthcare until you're twenty. Mm. So for all kids, it's it's free until you're twenty, and then uh, dental care is actually also free for until yeah. you're eighteen. Yeah. So for kids. They, there's no like there's no like what you can call class like difference mm. just because you can't afford dental uh, care for your children so uh, yeah no, I, I think that's really really nice because yeah. then uh, you don't have to worry about uh, paying exactly. for yourself yeah. and for your kids it's like exactly. okay the kids are taking yeah. care of <laughs> yeah, I just have to think about myself yeah <laughs> alright um, we can move on to uh, just clothing and furniture and I guess miscellaneous in general mm. um, I I don't have much to say here. I mean, from my experience, any sort of big chain store essentially has the same prices as back home. Yeah. Which sometimes feels a bit unfair because <laughs> you do earn differently in different countries. Oh, yeah. mm. um, but I mean, Ikea, of course, is very, yeah. very popular. Um, and, and there isn't really a big price difference there no. or, you know, big clothing stores, you know, H&M or Zara yeah. or whatever. Um, those generally have the same prices as well. So I, I haven't particularly experienced a huge difference in, in price of those items um, around clothing or, you know, furniture or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but also secondhand shops are very big. So yes, I've actually noticed that yeah. I'm spending less money on those yeah, kinds that's of things. Good. Yeah, because it's like we're big on trying to be sustainable, like a country of like trying to... Yeah, no, reaching I, the goals. So, I absolutely yeah. love that. I absolutely and, love and that. And also, like, not just the secondhand stores. I would say we're quite a big on these, like, secondhand clothes, like uh, like uh, eBay, but here it's called uh, Tradera and Blocket, yep. which is a big, uh, also, I think it's Craigslist in, in, in the big one, I think, in the <laughs> United States, if you want to compare. Uh, so where you just buy and sell old furniture or old bikes as you mentioned and yeah. these things or facebook pages a lot of facebook pages for like for lean shipping or for yeah international 
yeah. groupings in, in general. And so I, I, mean, I know the yeah, International sure. Student Associations also mm. manage a couple of those groups, and I, I'm, I'm sure they would be perfectly happy to have their staff yeah, exactly. as well. In yeah, there. yeah. Um, but so that's yeah. a lot of that's really growing. That's really a big thing to buy secondhand. Yeah, not just in the s- stores, but also from other directly mm. from other um, people. Yeah. Do you notice that? Secondhand stores also have a lot of like kids clothing because I, I feel like that would be a really big advantage if you find clothing for kids that like grow out of their clothes. Yeah, I mean, I, I in that sense, I think it's more they have these flea flea markets for kids. There's a lot mm. of flea markets like a spe- specific day uh, yeah. for kids, but I also would say like this Tradera, uh, for instance, and there's other uh, online uh, and also these Facebook groups are really big on on selling. Uh, kids clothes um, because yeah I did that a lot myself when my kids were especially younger because yeah, no. <laughs> they can barely have their clothes for more than like a few months and they're still in good condition so I yeah you, you it's better to buy someone's yeah, barely no, used I, clothes and to I go think that's buy great. your own yeah. yeah especially when when they can't use it for that long because exactly. when you're an adult it's like yeah. you know I'm not gonna grow out of this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it's when it's the kids then then they grow out a little bit yeah something That's really nice. Uh, do you have any like favorite thing that you found in a secondhand shop or like a really good deal that you found? <laughs> oh, I've done uh, quite a few. Um, ooh, on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have found like I've been on a flea, like flea market for uh, the kids, uh, for my kids. So the overalls, winter overalls uh, are really expensive. The good ones, mm, like they're yeah. really insulated and really good to keep them warm. So I bought one. With, with the tags on for 80 kroners, like a completely new overall. Wow. Yeah. So I was like That's set for good. the winter. I was so happy. When I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all set for the winter. So that was good. I once found a, a textbook um, or two textbooks actually. And new together, they would have cost about 900 crowns. Mm-hmm. And I found them for 10 crowns each Ooh, at yeah, a secondhand a store. <laughs> and, and they were essentially new. Yeah. Um, they had someone's name written on them, but that was about it. They were, other than that, they were completely uh, blank. And, and in really good condition, and I was so proud of that. <laughs> that's a good deal, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a very good deal. Um, and I, I think it can definitely turn into a hobby if you would like it so, because, sure. I mean, you're you're never going to find uh, good things every time you go to a secondhand store, but if you have the time to every once in a while, you know, pop in, have a look around, you will find, like, some really, really good gems in there. Yeah. And and I I don't know I I find it fun. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me happy when it's I, kind when of a I challenge. Find a really, yeah, I love really it. Yeah. <laughs> a really really good deal. Or I'm one of my favorite beanies uh, or like winter hats mm. is uh, bright blue and it has like reflective thread, so it's mm. like safe and fashionable oh, at the same yeah, time. And I found it for 20 crowns at a second hand. It doesn't store. always have to be that it's like oh I I saved the most money, but it's like it's it's a good or find. Just anyway. finding or something it's like, really, oh, really oh nice. I found this really nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you need like a fancy dress for mm. you know um, a, a more uh, formal dinner, uh, lots of people just try and find something in their size secondhand because mm. those kinds of dresses you're not going to wear that often yeah. and they can cost a lot so if yeah, you're going to a wedding or anything yeah. you know you can just check out the secondhand yeah. store first <laughs> Um, do you have any other expenses like related to children that you want to mention? Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess one of the big ones is of course daycare. I think yeah. in international terms, we're quite cheap. Um, so it's about a thousand kroner per month, um, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more, but not too much. 
Uh, and we do get, uh, children get uh, a monthly allowance, sort of, for more or less the same amount. So nice. I always ca- calculated that like daycare is, is for free. And and included in, in that um, cost is, is all the meals and all. Yeah. And this, so I think I've understood it's quite uh, beneficial uh, for daycare. And it's the same than school, of course, is for free and lunch uh, include and all the meals like included. Uh, but then we have the after school sort of, well, daycare for all the kids. But yeah, if yeah. you want to stay after school has finished until more or less like early evening. Um, I think that costs maybe around 500 kroner or something like that per mm-hmm. month. So not too much either. Uh, so usually include some snack. Uh, etc. Uh, and also uh, for younger children, if, well, actually not that young, I think up till 12 years, you can stay home when they're sick. Mm. And then you get uh, around 80% of your salary paid for um, mm. if you have to stay home with a sick child. So that's really beneficial. And then, of course, we have our really, really beneficial uh, parental leave. If you, if your child is born here, uh, you get uh, 480 days to combine between the parents. And yeah, we all know that's a long period of time to be able to stay home with yeah. your child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 480, definitely more than one year. Yeah. <laughs> Good math. Um, I don't think we missed anything. Do you think there's anything to add? Like you said, there's a lot of this miscellaneous, uh, it's hard to say everything, but in the big, in the big, uh, paint brushes. No, I think that's, yeah, I I think we have, uh, the, the outline of what it might cost to, to live in Sweden. Of course, it's going to depend if it's just you on your own or if you Mm. bring a partner or especially if you bring kids, uh, then that's going to change quite a bit, but hopefully you have a little bit of an insight here. Um, and I'm sure there's also some more resources available to, um, on the um, on the support international <laughs> on, on the support, support. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Charisse. Um, this was very informational, <laughs> and I'll see you next time. Yeah. You've listened to Regat Liu with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guest, Therese. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and check out Lenshaping University's vacancies page if you're interested in applying for a position here.